Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short of brown around, but we're clear. I've got a feeling. You're on to something here. Live from King's Place in And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a we are gonna be okay. Mark, watch your keys, everybody! <laughs> Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and we are playing Global Pillage, the panel show where we trot across the planet, snuffling out the truffles of intrigue. Not that I'm implying the teams are bores. In fact, they're comedians! Let's meet them now. <laughs> On my left, playing for Swiss chocolate. Philippa Scoffey and Sindhu V. <laughs> and on my right, playing for So Ha, So Good, Paul Sinha and Sophie Duca. <laughs> so firstly, Philippa Scoffey, what makes you diverse? Well, um, I'm white. <laughs> I'm... Um, I mean, on this panel, it makes you diverse. A male? But not normally. Ah, uh, not on most panels, not is on this, any other panel that's ever week? happened in the history um, of British podcasting. I'm of Swiss parents. You're I Swiss get, parents? Yes. My mother and father are, were both Swiss. And you only had a Swiss passport till you were... Till I was... Oh, I had to go... I was working in Dubai and it was cheaper to get a British passport than get a visa with my Swiss passport. I don't know, about we 10 years. We thank you for your patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a mind reader, not a comedian, yep. which is exciting for us. Yep. I mean, Good. it's worrying for us because okay. it's a quiz. We're not going to win. <laughs> what, you've predicted that? Uh, yeah. Are you just going to throw it now? I feel, I feel like he's going to throw it. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Apparently we're going to win. Right, okay. I always just make up the questions. So this is the first time I'm worried people might actually get them right. Because mm. if you read my mind, I'll just be like, no. You're quite impenetrable, Ned. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sin 2V, how are you diverse? I have children that are English and Danish. I mean, look at me. I shouldn't have kids that are English and Danish. The podcast listeners can't see you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, no, okay. Actually, I'm diverse because... So in February, I went to my niece's wedding. She's Indian, but the wedding was in Thailand because I don't know. Um, and um, one of the things that happened, which 
having lived outside of India for so long struck me as so odd is after the wedding and the girl comes home because you live with your husband's family and she comes home, she's left her family, there's been a lot of crying and she tries to enter the home and all the sisters or cousins of the boy line up and join hands and don't let her enter. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's a bit mean. She's just left her whole family and they don't let her enter and she tries and then she doesn't know what to do and then someone has to pay them so that she's allowed to enter the house. Who now, has to pay? Someone, I guess, I don't know, like the boy's uncle or someone who wants this thing to move on, you know? I <laughs> like, I don't know. There are and, a lot of traditions like that in India, isn't there? They steal the shoes yeah, and they, at the yeah. wedding and they, you, you have know, to buy them back. And the crazy thing is Indian parents, from the moment they have a child, all they're thinking is, how am I going to marry this child? Who am I going to marry this child to? They're so desperate to get you married. And then the actual wedding, everyone's trying to make it stop. You know, I'm taking the shoes, you're not allowed in the house. It's all very strange. But then they pay off these girls and then the girls say, no, we need more money because, you know, Indians, we like a good bargain. Uh, we do, we do, we bargain for everything. And so then they have to give more money and the poor girl is just standing there waiting to enter her husband's house. And I thought to myself, that's kind of mean, although there is a good lesson in it, which is there are no free lunches. <laughs> good, you know? good to know. Yeah. And uh, so hard, so good, Paul Sinha. You're the Hello. har of the So Har So Good. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. I was promised a free lunch, though, and I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> Please go and get Mr. Sinhar a free lunch. So how are you, Diverse Paul? Um, for a start, I'm, as far as I'm aware, the only member of the British Asian community who left a career in medicine to pursue his dreams in entertainment. <laughs> Your parents must have been so pleased. Absolutely delighted, fully supportive. Um, <laughs> uh, I also describe myself as a problem-drinking gay atheist Hindu who currently lives with his part-Jewish boyfriend. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you can get much more diverse than that, really. You don't, you don't. Well, Philip's parents are Swiss, so... <laughs> Philip's got two passports. Yeah. Um, Sophie Duca, uh, how are you diverse? I am diverse because I am black British, but also because I'm a comedian and my skin, I don't know if this is related, repels penning. So I can never do the thing where people write their oh. sets on their hand because my skin just... I can't. I, I need I can't, to see that now. I mean, is that true? I feel like it comes off, is what I'm saying. It always yeah. comes off, but it's really... Like, oh, yeah. Wow, that's, this that's, is, this is that's great more podcast. magical than anything Philip can conjure. <laughs> that's incredible. There's got to be a harrowing Oscar-winning documentary about this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now I feel like, in addition to being white, I have pen hand privilege. <laughs> and I've got to live with that for the rest of my life. Uh, uh, keeping the scores in Pettence Corner and putting the sass into stats, it's Ned Sedgwick. Hello. And over on the keyboard and key engaged, it's our very own music lord, Mark Hodge. Ned, have you had a global experience recently? Have you ever tried to explain or show episodes of anything to do with Alan Partridge to someone who's just moved to the UK. No. It does not work. He's <laughs> like fluent English, uh, Italian guy who I met. I was like, oh, I heard English comedy so good. I was like, oh, you'll love this. And I just showed some Alan Partridge and they were like... Oh, did he just think... Because it's, like, it's kind of like, you know, Five Live journalists and stuff. It's taking the mecca out of them and they're shaking their heads. It's just layer after layer of kind of little British... Stereotype. I suspect someone who wasn't British would think that's just what we're all like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he was just looking at you going, Ned, that's you. I do base Who's quite the a lot butt of, my... of this joke? Yeah. I do base quite a lot of my diction on him. So it's kind of 
Because for all, he's a consummate broadcaster. Say what you want about him. <laughs> it's exactly. I wonder why the man didn't laugh. Um, <laughs> a consummate broadcaster. On every episode of Global Pillage, Mark takes a song from some far-flung folk and makes it into something just for us. Over to you, Mark. We're in Mexico. This is El Rancho Grande. Does anyone here speak Spanish? Who said that was Spanish? Yes, great. So you must speak it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. Do you? could be okay. Catalan. Are you a little bit Spanish? Yes. So, the rest is Argentinian. So. I'll give you a brief excerpt, and believe me, sir, your Spanish is not going to help you here. voy a hacer tu calzones como les usa el rancho de los Did that mean anything, sir? No. <laughs> I've definitely heard the phrase two calzonas. <laughs> uh, and today, first up is our themed round. And we found a subject that could grind you down or it could perk you up. That's right, it's coffee. <laughs> Ned wrote that. Consumer broadcaster. I did, I did no such thing. Consumer broadcaster. I made a very good barista barrister joke, which I think might be the first in the English language. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. The Prussian king, Frederick the Great, wrote a treatise on how coffee is not a good way to start the day. What did he suggest as a more patriotic alternative? Swiss chocolate. To have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Just start the day with a quick revivifying shag. Yep. Absolutely. Perk, she write up. Yep. Could you... Move on, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... I presume that's where the phrase lie back and think of England comes from. <laughs> so hard, so good. What do you think Prussian King Frederick the Gate wrote a treatise on about a better way than coffee to start the day that was more patriotic? Um, invading other countries. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was quite the invader, Frederick the Great of Prussia. Can and you name anywhere he did invade? Um, a lot of men, mm. actually. <laughs> now, this is Frederick the Great Prussia, one of the greatest military leaders of all time, was gay. And it's actually quite sad that his dad had one of his lovers executed because his dad would not accept. Um, so he did invade a, a lot of men. I'm what not would we say invade? Like... <laughs> invade doesn't sound like a very hashtag me too word. It, feels, no. it, feels, it, doesn't feel, it feels like coerced consent. I mean, the standards were very different in the 18th century. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect you had as much power as Frederick the Great, the hashtag really didn't come into your mind. Um, <laughs> but he was a big army man, um, Frederick the Great, so I don't know if there's anything to... I, I okay. wasn't being flippant when I said invading other oh. countries. Oh, you've got an, another well, answer? A clue there, I think, from Paul. Maybe something physical, exercise. Maybe not coital, just physical. <laughs> okay, but I mean, that is the best kind of exercise. It is, oh, okay, no doubt. Yes, no certainly doubt. the most enjoyable. Yes. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. More far. enjoyable than Zumba. Hmm. Uh, for most of us. Uh, Ooh. Oh, well, then. Uh, I think it was burpees. Burpees? <laughs> burpees. Very specifically. Yeah, I think it was burpees because I think they're a very Prussian type of exercise. <laughs> um, and I feel like that would be a real good way to get up and go in the morning. Singing? All right, OK. Could, could it be something musical, singing? All right, well, let's throw songs? it to the hive mind. Hive mind, what do you think Frederick the Great suggested as a more patriotic alternative to coffee in the morning? Vodka. Of course. Vodka. <laughs> Water. Water. Yeah. Okay. Why, why do you think water was patriotic? They have water in Germany. They, they make it there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Water. Because they have water there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, make, they make it. They source it locally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. 
Uh, anything He's not going to give that answer in ten years' time. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? A more patriotic alternative. Oh, beer. Well, oh. you've had your turn. Yeah. So are you playing yeah, for the hive actually, mind? Are you beer! Gonna... <laughs> I'm afraid it is the hive mind's turn, so beer is now an option. Yes. Uh, so if you think it was vodka buzz now, if you think it's water buzz now, if you think it's beer buzz now, you are correct, it's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid, Paul, you threw them a great big the, ten points. The ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate <laughs> sacrifice, yeah. But you still feel good about it because you got it, didn't you? Do you do In you... the end, it took me way too long. No. You know, I, I just feel like say... drinking beer would make you burpee. So I think... <laughs> <laughs> But also, I said beer. Did I told him to say beer, and then he was like, "No, I'm gonna." What did you say after I said sex? Um, exercise in general, but exercise I should have. Exactly. Yeah. So you said beer. She did yeah. say beer to I, me. Well, I, so you said to the man, "I've got a good idea." He hmm. said, "Oh, my yeah, idea I, is better." No, 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 no. This is why we don't allow straight thing. white men on this, this is, show. This is this is a mis- this is horrible. What's happening? And I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> you are I, the victim. Oh, well, I predicted we were going to lose. Oh Giving my. the correct answer is not going to help with that prediction, <laughs> is it? Old Swiss passport over here, I'm telling you. Um, I'm telling you. Anyway, Frederick the Great saw coffee as an extravagance as he was brought up on beer and gruel. But the only time he made himself coffee was when he was on campaign, where he boiled it not with water, but with champagne. So he was like, oh, yeah, coffee for the average person, that, that's an extravagance, but... Having champagne coffee. That's yeah, I'm, it's fine I'm, for me. I'm invading countries, guys. Like, I'm doing God's work. God, I'm really uh, intrigued to try that now. Yeah, same. Coffee with champagne. We've got to try it. Why will your Italian waiter try and talk you out of ordering a cappuccino after lunch? Swiss chocolate. Because of all the milk in it. They think you should only have milky drinks before 11 a.m. Why would they think that? It's an Italian thing. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Uh, the answer on my card is not it's an Italian thing just to be clear because that could be the answer for every question is it so a trick be... question is cappuccino the Italian for the cappuccin monkey <laughs> uh, they might think that ordering a monkey after lunch is just an, extra- <laughs> an extravagance too many there's that bar in Melbourne Pellegrini's and if you go in there and ask for a latte they just bring you a glass of milk so you say a latte, mm. and they assume you mean milk. They know. They, they, know. Don't, they know. Being assholes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's an Italian thing. <laughs> it's an Italian thing. Uh, hive mind, why will an Italian waiter try and talk you out of ordering a cappuccino after lunch? It's the morning. They only drink it in the morning. Because they only drink it in the morning. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're an Italian in the front row. Yeah, it's a morning thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. I never it's... really questioned it. That's not what's on my card. There is, no, there, okay, but there I just is want... a traditional folklore origin of it. Of why it's a morning of why. thing. So but I just want to see. The Italian doesn't is, know the milk it, the curdled by the afternoon because mm-hmm. there was no refrigeration. Is it possibly that Frederick the Great invaded no. Italy? <laughs> and so now everyone just has champagne coffees. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A church thing. A church thing? When in doubt. <laughs> is it God's fault? Yeah, okay. But I just want to say that when I said it was an Italian thing, and then you were like, well, that's not really on the card, and then you asked the Italians, and they were like, we don't know, it's what we do. It's an Italian thing. <laughs> so even they don't know. Okay, so we've got, it's religious, it's an Italian thing. Anything else? Bad for digestion. Bad for digestion. Okay, if you think religious, buzz now. It's an Italian thing, buzz now. <laughs> Bad for digestion, buzz now. 
It's bad for digestion. You were correct, but you did not back the right horse. Italians believe that all hot milk will screw up your digestion. After about 11 a.m., all coffee in Italy is taken black. Uh, so that's the reason for it. Just like something in? Yes. Where in Italy are you from? Us, like somewhere in the north. Middle. <laughs> somewhere in the north. Are you from Italy? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean somewhere in the north then? That's the answer to someone with yeah, your breaking bad. Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Oh, oh okay, you just go. thought we wouldn't know it. Yeah, it sounded like you'd forgotten where you were from, somewhere in the north. <laughs> Uh, I think how- there are a lot of football fans who listen to this show who were taken by Atalanta Bergamo's uh, fantastic season in the Europa League campaign this year, aren't there, Deborah? Um, I'm really not a good Italian. I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> this sounds more like more of a conversation for the Barnard. <laughs> <laughs> in Hong Kong, what do they add to a cup of coffee to make the popular drink Yung Yung? Swiss chocolate. Egg. Okay. All right. Yeah. Egg. It's, I mean, it is. It is it is, egg? <laughs> can't really tell you till everyone's answered Philip I'll yes. wait yeah. <laughs> alright so how so good bubbles bubbles okay sort of um, like that moobar well there's tea the thing, Taiwanese drink bubble, bubble tea so I wonder whether bubble coffee was the thing it seems okay. unlikely orange juice orange juice okay As like a, a sort of breakfast. dirty fucks fizz <laughs> <laughs> A dirty, Best pop a bit, group ever. Just <laughs> a bit raunchy. Yeah, I'm sure those videos exist online. Yes, with chocolate? Sweet milk. Sweet milk, okay. Mm-hmm. Coffee and sweet milk. Hive mind. Tea. Tea. Ooh. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Condensed milk. Condensed milk. Sake. which is actually Japanese, but I'm sure it, <laughs> I'm sure it exists. I'm sure it exists in Hong Kong. All right, so if you think it's sake, buzz now. I've killed that. No. <laughs> if you think it's condensed milk, buzz now. If you think it is Coca-Cola, buzz now. And if you think it is tea, buzz now. You are correct. Oh. It's three parts coffee and four parts milky tea. They make a coffee tea drink. I mean, I can't think of anything worse, but then we have Marmite. And wait, wait. which everyone else just goes, what is it and why? How can you not think of it? Chai latte is tea. It's not a coffee tea. No, mm. that's just tea that's been desecrated, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Really. And it's the end of the round. Coffee is not great for bread. What are the Lovely stuff. Uh, Philip is right with his prediction because it is Swiss chocolate in third place with zero points. Uh, Second place is So Mar So Good with five points. And the Hive Mind are in first place with 15 points. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Aliens. In English, when it's pouring, it's raining cats and dogs. But in Namibia, it's raining old women with clubs. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English fingers on buzzers? In Ireland, they say, I'm on a pig's back. What do they mean? <laughs> Swiss chocolate. I'm having a wonderful time. Okay, I'm having a wonderful time on a pig's back. Yeah. I think it means you're in a rush. You just grab the first beast of burden you could find. You're on a pig's back, but you're here. I'm on a pig's back. I've just got to get to work. Just, yeah, got to, I'm My on a pig's back. My car was broken down. There were no Ubers to be had. It was They were surging. I jumped on a pig. I could have walked, but I thought, take pig's the pig. Yeah. I'm in a very cheap children's zoo. <laughs> <laughs> cheap zoo? I'm in a very difficult situation. Difficult situation, okay, on yeah, a pig's back. I mean, if you're on a pig's back, something has gone wrong already. Mm. <laughs> so I'm in a difficult situation. This is tough. Okay. Hive mind? He said like, like high on the hog. Like high on the hog. Yeah, so that's just a good life. You're having a good life. Wonderful time. Yeah, wonderful time. An all bacon diet. <laughs> <laughs> all bacon diet, okay. We've all been there. <laughs> you're a woman? You're a woman? Oh, you're winning. <laughs> you're a woman. You're on a pig's back. Um, I mean, it is the kind of thing that people would have said 100 years ago or last week backstage in a comedy club. Uh, winning. Anything else? You're all over the place. All over the place. Okay. All right. If you think it's high on the hog, buzz now. If you think it's an all-bacon diet. <laughs> Just the man who said it, but very enthusiastically. Winning. If you think you're winning, buzz now. And all over the place, buzz now. Okay, so you've gone with winning. In fact, it's to have good fortune or to be happy. So have good fortune, yeah. I would say, is winning. To be having a wonderful time. Yeah. So I think... Philip had it, and then Cindy didn't back Philip and came in with a complete... No, you'll get the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So both Swiss chocolate and the hive mind have scored. In South Korea, they say, you're a cream spaghetti. What are you? What are you if someone accused you of being a cream spaghetti? Swiss chocolate. You're sort of um, very precious, you know, like thin-skinned along those lines. Mm. Right, so milk sop type thing. So how's it good? You're from somewhere non-specific in northern Italy that you can't... <laughs> <laughs> You can't a, quite specify. In a vague... From, you're on the witness relocation programme now, but once lived in Italy. Sure. OK. I'm going to go for a, a lunatic. 
was the inclusive word for lunatic, Paul? Um, you're eccentric. Eccentric. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think eccentric, but not like mean eccentric, like adorable. Yeah. Oh, cream spaghetti. Okay. Oh, little, little, so little adorable eccentric. cream spaghetti no, no, in a adorable, sweet voice. Adorable eccentric. Yes. Adorable eccentric. Uh, high find. In South Korea, they say you're a cream spaghetti. What are you? A, a tall white person. A tall white person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Overweight. Overweight. Boring. Boring. Is that um, a heckle? <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard to know in this part of the show. Um, Wimp. Wimp. I mean, if these are all heckles... <laughs> I mean, I am a tall white person, and that makes me worry. Anything else? You change your mind easily. All right, if you think tall white person, buzz now. Overweight, buzz now. Boring, buzz now. Wimp, buzz now. If you change your mind easily, buzz now. Uh, I don't know if you really got behind any of those. I'm not going to give them points because they didn't back the right one hard enough. Okay. But they did say the right one. They sort of did. It's a nerdy white guy. Yeah, like a tall oh. nerdy white guy. Oh. So tall, Whoa. tall white. So was, like, that uh, was you... the thousand to one shot. <laughs> You're a cream spaghetti. So, well, they did say both a wimp and a tall white person. Yeah, but they didn't buzz either, Deborah. And they have to buzz, otherwise think... the format of a show means nothing. Sure. No, sure. We may sure. as well just start shouting. All right, cream spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends is a teacher in Korea, and he is, uh, I won't say he's nerdy, but he is very white. And he heard all the kids calling him this, and he was like, what's this cool nickname they've given me? Like, <laughs> legend, like, you know, massive Smiths fan, like, they probably know that. And then it turned out that they were just like, oh, you're a massive loser, mate. Oh, <laughs> It's a sad story, but... It no, ha- no, he's, he's all yeah, right. Yeah, no. He, he's a white man. He's doing just fine. In Germany, what does it mean if someone is looking at the underside of a radish? So, how's it good? They're hungry, but suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> hungry, but suspicious? Are you going to back that up? They're on some sort of treasure hunt. One of the challenges is to look at the underside of a radish. <laughs> right. Uh, Swiss chocolate? Did they say suspicious? <laughs> They've already said suspicious, yeah, several times. Oh. It's almost all we've said. <laughs> Someone's looking at the underside of a radish. Yeah. Uh, That's a good phrase. It is. But uh, what does it mean? Yes. And this well, is, this is, this is, this that's is, the thing, isn't it? The, well, that, that is, is the thing. That is the that's the, that's the, the definition of a quiz, Philip, yep. yes. I like it. Uh, so <laughs> the idea of a quiz is I ask a question, you yep. guess the answer, and if you're right, you get points. Okay. <laughs> Swiss chocolate. <laughs> Looking at the underside of a radish. Looking at the underside of a radish. You're, you're wasting time. Okay. Oh. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah wasting time. You see, I thought it, and then he read my mind, and then he said it. That's what we have here, so that's... Mm-hmm. I feel I like that's why he really was hard. stalling. I was like, he's reading someone's mind mm-hmm. yeah. to get the answer. If only he were reading the correct mind. Uh, hive, hive mind. What? In Germany, what does it mean if someone is looking at the underside of a radish? They're nosy. They're dead? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Paranoid. Paranoid, okay. Meticulous. Meticulous. Taking the piss. Taking the piss. Head in the sand. Oh God! These are. You're shortly going to shout out all the things there are. Uh, all right. 
If you think it's nosy, buzz now. If you think it's dead, buzz now. If you think it's paranoid, buzz now. Meticulous, taking the piss, head in the sand, pedantic. You are correct, it's dead. Was, was, that, was that another guess? Yeah. You're oh very God. good at this. Yeah. What's your name? Kaysen. Kaysen. Yeah. Brilliant. You're good at this game. Do you want to play on one of the teams one time? Yeah. Okay. Have you got a diversity to bring to the table? Because straight white local men can't play. I'm, I'm half Malaysian. Perfect. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Are you a comedian? No. I'm a student. Okay. Well, well you, then you could be in the future. Future. <laughs> future comedian. What are you studying? Chemistry. Okay. Oh, that's not, I mean... Oh, no, I mean, no. <laughs> I'm afraid it's all, very you... funny, it's all very funny degree. It's What's not, a funny degree? Uh, I did ancient history and my dad always said it was a joke, so... <laughs> point. I think one time we'll get you and Ned to be on the same team and we'll call you Creamy Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. make <laughs> So Marceau Good are in third place with five points. Swiss Chocolate are in second place with ten points. And the Hive Mind are winning with 30 points. Yes. The next round is the team's round. In this round, someone from each team has rustled up a question based on their background or culture to try and stump the opposition. Maybe someone grew up worshipping five gods. Or maybe they grew up somewhere where people have never even heard of Take That. Let's find out. <laughs> Uh, so, Swiss Chocolate, do you have a question for So Ha, So Good? Yeah. So, here's what is going to happen. Uh, Swiss here, so this is how the name came about, Swiss Chocolate. Hello. <laughs> um, so, Swiss here is going, to, uh, is going to read out five facts about Switzerland, but one of these is I not made, a fact. I made it up. And so you have to guess which one that is. So hard, so good. You so we've got have a one to guess. In five chance. Yeah. Yes, I mean which we thought the usual one in hundred. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. We're I being think, so I nice. Think you're on to score here. Fact one: In Switzerland, it is illegal to own one guinea pig because they are prone to loneliness. Fact two: In Switzerland, if you fail your practical driving test three times, you have to visit a psychologist to explain why. <laughs> In Switzerland, there are more millionaires than claimers of benefits. In Switzerland, there is a yearly festival in the town of Ustermundigen where blindfolded locals gather around the eldest pig in the village and shout the word Fuddleyburger, which means a bourgeois person. (laughs) (laughs) Or, finally... There was a bar of soap made from the fat of Silvio Berlusconi, which sold for $18,000 at an art fair in Switzerland. One of them isn't true. Well, the one I'm sure is true is the millionaires. Uh, Mm. I've been to Switzerland and uh, had to uh, declare myself bankrupt after several days in Switzerland. I saw a T-shirt there for £250 and it made me cry. Um, Can I fact-check one of the... Yeah. So the pig, what was the adjective you used for the pig? Oldest. The oldest pig. And what was it that they cried out? <laughs> Fuddly burger. I just wanted to hear you say that again. <laughs> um, oldest pig. That's the most outlandish of the statements, but the, also it seems that bourgeois is an unusual insult for any Swiss person to use against another Swiss person, mm. given that bourgeois is almost a synonym for Swiss. Um, <laughs> but I think... I don't know, 
The guinea, the guinea pig. Um, is there a I, th- I, think it, I think it's the sort of country that could send you to a psychologist if you failed your driving test three times. I'll go with I think the pig seems like a fake answer, but I'm just worried about how they check great, the age of the pig. The, I was going for the guinea pig rather than... Okay, the I'm going to pig. Pig. Okay, we'll go I'm gonna have pig. to hurry you so the hard guinea good. The guinea, guinea pig. pigs. Yeah. So the guinea Ned? pigs... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you no, you don't, do you? <laughs> You've so nearly got it. I mean, the point about them bourgeois, they're actually a peasant people, the Swiss. It's very recent, this whole... But it is that... That's the made-up one. The, oh, is it? The oh, pig. The, yeah. oh, the pig's the most made-up. Yeah, made the pig's made-up. Made yeah. It sounded so made-up, yeah. I thought it couldn't be. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the pigs mean... was made up, but all the rest is true. If you all can't have one guinea pig, mm-hmm. what if one dies? You've got to get another one. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Within what window? Uh, the, the, the pet shop window, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you fail your, your driver's license three times, you've got to go and see a psychologist. Yes. That's outrageous. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We've got I'd, to, I'd, I'd love to analyse all of those. We've got to move on. I passed on. my driving theory test. 26 years old. So, first time, though, guys. So. <laughs> you all right, creamy spaghetti? Um, <laughs> so hard, so good. Do you have a question for the Hive Mind? Yes, uh, yes, I do have a question for Hive Mind. Uh, hive Mind, are there any fans of Jollof Rice in? Woo! Okay, so there are two types of jollof rice. Both my parents are from West Africa. And there are two countries that have a very strong jollof rivalry. Those two countries are Nigeria and Ghana. So jollof rice is a delicious rice dish. It has tomatoes, it's got onions, it's got spices in it. But there's one key difference, apart from Nigerian jollof rice being shit. Um, (laughs) There's one key difference between Nigerian jollof rice and Ghanaian jollof rice. And I wanted you to tell me what that is. Oh, what's the difference, Hive Mind? Oil, cooking okay. time. Okay, oil, cooking time. Anything else? The meat. The meat. White rice or whole grain? It's the kind of rice, white rice or whole grain. Is it one of those? It's not correct enough. Okay, so it's sort of in the vein of one of those, but not one of in those. In the vein of one of those, but... Okay, anything else, Hive Mind? Cooking method. Cooking method. Baked or boiled? Okay, is it is it is it that? <laughs> uh, no, it's none. It's, okay, it's none of those. Okay, it's none of those. What is it, Sophie? It's the type of rice that they use. It's uh, uh, Ghana rice uses basmati rice, like fragrant long grain rice, and like Nigerians just use like bits of chipped up plastic. They just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so so hard, so good. Have scored. Hive mind. Can you now score? Can you throw Swiss chocolate a question? They can't answer. Uh, hi, I'm Linda. I'm from Italy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're in Italy and someone tells you someone is making you shoes, what does he mean? Someone is making you shoes. Mm. What, do, what are they saying? It's an idiom. Then it's not literal, Philip. I no. can see what you're thinking. No, I'm thinking I lived in Italy for a year and I never... Heard someone say that. Are you that... casting aspersions on our Italian audience No, member? I'm just saying I didn't live there long enough. Um, for did you hear to someone say that think to you? that? No, not even. <laughs> not even. It was a, I was having a year off, actually, to be fair. Um, someone is making you shoes. Do I know? Clearly I don't know. Um, no, do you know? No. Well... She didn't take that very well. <laughs> no, um, someone is making you shoes. Does that mean they want you to get out? Like, yeah. wear these shoes I made you and get out. Is your, is the is your partner in... about to leave you, maybe? Or can, they, I, no. can I guess? Can I guess? Is it you're about to die and they, it's like they make you shoes for your funeral? 
I guess so that's a way of getting out. That's where it comes from, but it's not necessarily what it's used for. Okay. So it means that someone is trying to trick you, or like, how do you translate that? <laughs> someone's trying to con you. Oh, someone's trying to con you. Yeah, someone's trying to con you. Okay, and it's the end of the round. <laughs> you should have stayed home instead. So far, so good. We're in third place with 10 points. Swiss chocolate are in second place with 15 points. And the hive mind are winning it fairly easily with 45 points. Oh. Next is the smash the patriarchy round, the round where the usual roles are reversed in terms of winners and losers, and an unlikely victor takes a crown. Why? Because there might be only one question in this round, but it's worth double points. So although it looks small, it could have massive consequences. Cliffhanger time. Can either of these snatch? Glory from the jaws of the certain defeat they are currently facing. <laughs> How did a chicken sausage save people's lives during the Portuguese Inquisition? And this is about smashing the patriarchy. Somebody rose up and they tricked or defied the powers. They spoke truth to power through the sausage. Is it something to do with Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> You're very close. You're very close. Because you made a really good chicken sausage and that put the... Inquisition guy uh, in a better mood and then you know when you're in a better mood you just feel better about the world you know you know how that inside outside thing like mindfulness and all that stuff and so that happened they ate the sausage they thought oh I'm feeling much better oh I don't want to stretch you a bit so whatever they were doing okay so how so good and no, go ahead don't, don't be Catholic that's what they said could all of uh, Portugal's <laughs> official executioners have been wiped out by a bad case of botulism secretary to, uh, okay chickens. I mean I don't know what botulism is <laughs> Oh, it's, you know, if you have bad chicken and then you get very ill. Nando's. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, the views of Sokovi Duke are not necessarily the views of Global Pillage. Uh, if Nando's are looking to sponsor this show in any way, shape or form, we will take your money. First is Nigerian rice. Now is yes. this. When does this end? <laughs> it's never going to end. Okay, hive mind. How did a sausage, chicken sausage, save people's lives during the Portuguese Inquisition? <laughs> a freedom fighter that translates from the Portuguese into chicken sausage. Okay, so his name was chicken sausage. Yeah, I mean, you might laugh, but that was the sort of quality answers he was giving earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Before he suddenly found his rhythm. It's true. That's the kind of thing Kaysen would say, and it would be accurate if Kaysen said it. Uh, Kaysen, do you have any ideas? <laughs> Kaysen, oh, we've put the pressure on him now. We've told him he's good and he's lost his edge. Anybody else? Smuggle notes to escape. Uh, allowed members of the Jewish community to look like they're eating pork. Allowed members of the Jewish community to look like they were eating Ooh. pork. Oh, okay, funny. so you can either shout hero, notes, or Jewish. One, two, three. Jewish! You are correct. It was to protect Jews. Hanging sausages. Hanging sausages was a way of easily identifying as a Christian, as they were assumed to be pork-based. You were given an option if you were Jewish or Islamic that either convert or be expelled, and a lot converted but kept their traditions going, so they still didn't eat pork, and it was invented in this town, and it's thought to have saved hundreds and hundreds of lives. Wow. 
I went to a Portuguese restaurant to try and get some of this. And they're like, yeah, we've got the pork version. I was like, that's not really the version. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got a sausage. She's like, yeah, really good. The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout out the answer as loudly as you can. Speed round. What Hollywood film was known in Portugal as Lawless Assholes? <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Where's no. up in the audience shout louder? Shout it. Correct. Inglorious Bastards from the Hive Mind. The peaceful hummus wars are being unofficially fought between which two countries? Uh, I would say Greece and Cyprus. Greece and Cyprus, anyone got anything else? It's Buzz, Israel and Lebanon, correct Hive Mind. Uh, Finish this line in the Vietnamese national anthem. The path to glory is built... On Oliver Stone movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly that. Uh, it's by the bodies of our foes. Oh. What were American tourists advised to eat all day if they wanted to eat well in England? McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Just normal sized portions. <laughs> smaller. If- in fact, it was breakfast. Oh. Finish this Swedish proverb, those who wish to sing always what? <laughs> those who wish to sing always sing. Sure. Uh, Buzz, drink. Drink. Those who wish to sing always? Can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, in fact, it's always find a song, which is lovely. Oh. Um, only two countries have flags which are not rectangular. Name either one. So how so good? Nepal. Uh, Nepal is correct. Do you know the other one? There's uh, at least two more. What, what's the one that you know? Well, Switzerland. Correct. And the Vatican. And Vatican. Ah, the Vatican, Ned. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ollie? What shape is the Vatican one? Yeah, Swiss. Uh, oh. Square. Switzerland and the Vatican. Square. You owe these guys extra points because Nepal, Switzerland, oh, and they identified yeah, another one. What is the most popular sport in Latvia? Yes, correct. Buzz basketball. She needs to be That's... on this show as well. <laughs> yes, she knows everything. What popular cultural activity has been banned at the Cannes Film Festival on the grounds that it is grotesque? So how's it good? Selfie sticks. Selfies. Selfies. Selfies is correct. And it's the end of the show. <laughs> We have a tie in second place, Swiss Chocolate and So Ha So Good, both with 25 points, and the winners with an excessive 80 points (laughs) is The Hive Mind. And it's the end of the show, so it's a ride on a lovely pig's back for our winners, but an uncomfortably close examination of a radish for our losers. (laughs) And I'll leave you on this Sudanese saying, a large chair does not make a king, but having your own comedy podcast panel show might make you a queen. <laughs> Please give it up for Philippa Scoffey, <laughs> Sin Dubey, Paul Sinha, Sophie Duca, <laughs> Ned Cedric of Penance Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard, you the hard minds, Payson, I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. <laughs> Thompson and Steve. The program's
Jacobs, here with Jessica Foskew. Thanks to Zoe Jacobs and everyone at Pink's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Caden, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I said your name right? Kaysen. Oh, Kaysen. Mm. Okay. Everyone gets it right. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to change the name of your team to Smug Chocolate? <laughs> no, no, I love him. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 